And then the Mini, um, in fact, the, the classic car thing for me started with the Morris Miners. Okay. But about 10 years ago, I bought a Mini Mark I, which at that stage, um, I just um, had a fascination with the car. I still do. I still think it's one of the most brilliantly engineered cars that's ever been made. And it's, a, it's a, not an original car. It's mm. got a 1275 motor in from the 80s. Mm. And it had also been butchered. <laughs> it just had like some very dodgy wiring. And I bought it from a guy in Riversdale. And uh, oh, that just sounds like someone that... So, no, but this is me. Like, um, you know what? That's inland. I mean, it hasn't been on the coast. Yeah. Also, like the rust. Shouldn't be any rust issues. You know, um, I speak to the guy and I say, um, you know, how does, does it drive? No, no, it's my daily driver. Mm. Oh, okay. So then I speak to another guy I know is a tow truck driver and I say, uh, would you take a drive up with me to Riversdale to pick up this, this car? <laughs> tow <you> know? driver. <laughs> there he is. Um, and anyway, sanity prevailed. And he went with the tow truck to pick it up without me. Because I think the original plan, I think I got it a bit muddled up. The original plan was for me to drive the Mini back, somebody mm. else to take me there. Yes, okay. When I got the car, uh, the first drive, I got stuck at the highest, at the school, the, the junior yeah, school, yeah, that was around the junior, corner. Yeah. That's how yeah. far I got on the daily Jeepers. driver. Wow. Yeah, so that's like... Uh, uh, Quite a daily driver. A, a yeah. 500 meter <laughs> daily driver. <laughs> the daily driver. I think he rolled down from It's a work, it's a work yeah. from home daily driver. Yeah, but yeah. look, I mean, yeah. I must send you pictures of the car. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's like other people won't even allow me to sell that car because there's so much history in that car. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, and on the, that topic of, of and having. And it's been, sorry yeah, to no interrupt problem. you, Luke, no but problem. it's been like a 10 year. Like process and process yeah. of looking after this thing and mm. making it better and uh, I always say it's had um, more work than the Kardashians <laughs> <laughs> and I always say it's, it's a, a film star it's, it's had, a film star because it's, star. it's yeah. had more work than the Kardashians and, and on the topic of saying like having that 500 meter daily driver um, of the cars that you have do you drive them all the time just to keep them going or is there so one no, car that's it's insane uh, is it? It's not. It's not normal. It's, it's <laughs> to put it lightly. It's not normal. Uh, so I might drive four or five in one day. Oh, okay. Um, because I'm a big believer in keeping them driving. Yes, yes. And then some of them, like this, this one, um, I've, I've discovered that you can't just drive it like five k's. Yes, okay. You, you know, need to take it for a full it's proper. It's like if you're not going to warm it up properly, don't even turn the key. You no. know, and and the spider's very much the same, because they hate the fuel. Yeah. So um, the fuel that we get, I believe, is closer to 92. Instead of 95. If you're lucky. Octane, yeah. 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 So certain cars absolutely hate it. Yeah. So um, they need to burn everything off on the drive. So, yeah, my day sometimes involves... Um, right, so let's just talk about. <laughs> I've got the Daimler V8. It can't stand. Yes, okay. Okay, it needs to keep going. Otherwise, otherwise, the oil's going to drain out of the lifters. So I have to now use that car as one of my daily drivers. Yeah, okay. So that's up and down to work. And then I go to Mill Park, where I have parking over there. Mm -hmm. I park that one, pick up another one, come home, pick up another one. and But I mean, this is not like one drive. It's like up and down until yeah, one yeah. day, or to town where I have it, and then pick up and. So then, you're the never obvious, not on the, the move. obvious result of that is, 
where did I leave these keys? Oh, <laughs> so yes. now it's like, oh man, it's either in town, in that car, oh, they... or at work, or in, in here, in the parking or wall. here, <laughs> and, and then it becomes like, it's... It's, it's a logistical mess. So you uh, yeah. need to get like yeah, a manager so just to figure out or something, something to, to realize, realize what your cars are at I'd certain like to, points. I'd like to say that I, I have a share in a, in, a, in a locksmith because of that, but it's not. It's just coincidental. <laughs> it's a family business. Okay, uh, okay. Other <laughs> members of my family are yes. in the locksmith business. And that but helps but you a lot. In it, it, yeah, to have copies made. Yeah, you know. just, just and to... And they do, um, yeah, Atlantic locksmiths. Uh, they do... Uh, what the coded keys and all the rest of it. So basically so everything is just and they support your local locksmith. Drivable and yeah, daily drivers. And for them, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's difficult, but um, I do believe in keeping them driving. So mm. not yeah. one of them stands longer than uh, a week. That would be like absolute maximum. Okay. You know, and, and then I, if I've left it for that long, I start feeling like guilty <laughs> that if I've left it standing for a week, then it's, it's not right. You shouldn't even have that car. Yeah. So you better go and drive it now. That's what happened with the 911 now because, and uh, this car actually had a peculiar, peculiar problem and I don't mind talking yeah. Yeah. badly of the manufacturer. Because they're actually 100% at fault. Is it had one of these situations where, um, if it stood for any period of time, something was draining the battery. So unfortunately for them at Porsche Center, they had given me the complete history of the car, and I could see that this has been going on for 10 years. Oh wow! For that 10 years, mm. there's a history of oaks being towed from here and being stuck there. And I actually, my wife drove it to town one night and got stuck. On the, the way, way to, to town, town, after dark, in the middle of town, yeah, it was, no, not that's a good, not a, no. was not a good scenario. Yeah, and, and it was all on the history of the car. And the day before it came to Cape Town from uh, Porsche in Johannesburg, they put a new battery in. Not charge the battery, put a new battery in. Because it had been standing on the showroom floor and there was no ways it would stop. Yeah. And I said to them, and I argued with them about it, um, I said, look guys, mm. this was on plan with, with me. It was on plan with so many people, and it's never been attended to properly. So now I'm now heading for my second or third battery. I lose track. Yeah. And I said, listen, it's coming in for service. Enough with this. You need to fix whatever's wrong with this car properly. And I, it, it wasn't the battery. It mm. was something, a component on the car. I can't remember the name. But it had been on plan for many years and mm. never been attended to. That's and I crazy. ended up getting lashed with this bowl. Uh, they gave me a very um, modest discount because of all my complaining, probably. Mm, yeah. And um, oh, then on the other hand, um, when I bought the car, it had a faulty clutch after they had done the hundred and gazillion point check. Yeah. So yeah, within 2,000 Ks after me having it, the clutch went. Wow. And then I, phoned, I actually phoned up a uh, um, gentleman in Johannesburg, uh, the dealer principal. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it was out of plan, and they put a new clutch in for me. Nice. Yes, see. And apparently they have a limited budget for that, mm -hmm. and so it's not all bad. Uh, it was amazing. He said, "Look, we're in it for the long haul." Yeah. And um, so I'm not, uh, you know, customer service that was, was excellent. Customer service is far more than I expected because mm. that's not why I phoned him. I phoned him to say, "Look, this has happened. It shouldn't happen, because they are really uh, generally quite." Um, 
you know, um, I don't want to use pernickety, mm. uh, fastidious, whatever. They they are like that, you know, like, oh, well, you can't put the car in. I waited three months for this car. Yeah. Because they had to respray the wheels because the pre previous owner had sprayed it the wrong color, and that was the wrong color, and I had to wait. After having paid for it months for the car and to arrive. And you waited and waited just for waited, them to fix so, all the... And then it, it had numerous issues mm. after being put on plan, after all the... Wow. Checks. So you're never safe. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you buy some 50 year old classic car from here or you or a buy. German car. I don't want to mm. say a Land Rover, but um, <laughs> yeah. certain people have had some bad experiences. Yeah, no, we, we know all you about know, that. More we? towards that side of the room, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and there's yeah. no um, uh, Liberty Walk or RWB body kit in the works pushing this way for. Yeah, I, mean, I think you must realize I'm not a Liberty Walk type of person. No, no, no. Not Definitely not. I did go and see a um, Nissan GTR with a, oh. a monster. Of, and I immediately took a picture of yeah, it yeah, because yeah. it was a thousand... Uh, I saw one on Gumtree the other day as well. I think it, it was, was a gray one and I think it was... It's got the wheels, arches cut out, and nine hundred and ninety or a thousand and fifty. Mm, yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah. not uncommon and, for GTRs. And Godzilla yeah, is what they call. And it had the Liberty yeah. Walk kit on it. I mean, I suppose on a car like that, it, for, it, yeah, it I was, looks. Yeah, I was about to say for massive, GTRs, it, massive wheel arches, arches and I mean, no, it looks at home. And very on low a, front split. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. It looked at home in a car like that, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, we like, actually spoke about it in a previous episode. Yeah, I was talking about some modifications, car modifications and that stuff. fit and some that you just oh, no, I saw an S2000 in, in uh, town the other day. <laughs> and, uh, Those things. I mean, uh, S2000, I owned one uh, previously mm -hmm. and then um, <laughs> uh, got married, um, <laughs> had a child, and decided, and that like, I think you, your sports car, sports car days are over mm -hmm. and it would be the responsible thing to do at your age now because mm. I, I started quite late in life. Um, <laughs> it's a responsible thing to get rid of the sports car. had 19,000 Ks on it. Uh, I had nothing. had it for four years. It was a demo model. I got it with 200 and something Ks on well, it. Well it done. It was well done. mint. And I, I got mean, the yeah. same money back if not a few grand more than I paid for the car. So it was actually great. Sold it to an accountant in Johannesburg. Obviously. Uh, sent someone to have a look at it. Uh, it was, I mean, I've still got all the photos. Mm. Faultless. Faultless car. Proper, proper. And, uh, and then I, a bit later, um, realized that um, it was actually the, the F-type that, that pushed me over the edge with the cars mm. because I had my money. Yeah. And I had, uh, I didn't really have a daily... I didn't have a, a, a real car. Yeah, 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 it was just um, a real car. No, I understand what you mean. I, I, but I didn't have a, a, a modern car. Yeah. Yeah. Something you can I had the money, day by day. and then I would like drive uh, company vans. or And so I started like basically lusting. There's no other word for it. Mm. When I saw the prototype, which was the coupe, yeah. the C... I don't know if you know what it was called. Oh, the, C is it? No. X, no. whatever it was called. I just fell in love with the shape of that car. Mm. And then that's where that started. And then I kind of said to myself, um, I went from the, you know, okay, you family guy now. Um, I went from, I don't need sports cars, back into... You, the, uh, you only live once. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, could die, you get killed tomorrow. 
So I went from that camp back, back. to that camp and I bought the F, F type. Yeah. And once I'd spent that kind of money on a car, um, then the floodgates opened up and yeah. I'd lost the fear. Yeah. So that's, that's actually what happened. Yeah. Okay. I'd lost the fear because I bought basically a new F type in 2016. It was a very expensive car. Um, it's not so expensive now yeah. <laughs> with, with the depreciation, depreciation yeah, yeah. 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 but I, I lost all the fear and then like all the other cars just bam 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 that started happening One the other. Yeah, and now, so actually this you know is um, which really fulfills a lot of the, the things I love about cars yeah. because the, the drive is such a visceral essential mm. experience in, in this car yeah um, not many cars are going to sound that much better um, you know the the it's got um, the and you guys can get in if you like later the the seating nice. position is so like it's and it's perfect got the, where it the is the wedge right so it's got that sloping bonnet yeah I, I've got a thing like that Daimler as well so I'm as at home in that Daimler at 60Ks an hour yeah. as I am in this thing, uh, like taking it through its paces yeah. because I absolutely love driving that car. Mm. And um, it's just the experience of it, uh, appreciating the car for what it is. Same like the Mini. Yeah. Uh, it's a completely different experience, mm. um, but it is an experience and there is something special about it and there is a lot of history in the car and... Um, you know, that's basically what attracted me to it. So I don't have any run of... This is the most run of the mall car I've got because a 911 is a 911 is a pretty much 911. Yeah, yeah. This is if, if you're talking get... between uh, 996 and 997, but yeah, it has yeah. to be manual yeah. for me. And and on the topic of the of the demo outside, um, I mean, you get them for, well, XJs at least of that area, you get them for next to nothing these days, second and as well. But the V12s, I mean... Anything on, on that? that I mean, for me, that's just a, uh, I, I don't know if it's people who get tired of paying the bills, mm -hmm. uh, uh, people who don't know about the bills, or just a lack of appreciation of the car. Yeah, because I mean, they're stunning cars, and let's. This car was not an expensive car. Mm. Uh, my my dad uh, was still working at that stage, and his company that he was working for got sold. Yeah. And he had a BMW 320. I've never owned a BMW, by the way. It's just I didn't know it was a BMW engine when I bought that. <laughs> just it, it was this his is car. A real car lover. It was his car. Hey, hey, it, it watch was, it, Martin. It was his car. You know, I had a, a very big shunt in a BMW when I was in the army. And um, completely my fault. Maybe the road surface had something to do <laughs> with it. It wasn't your fault. <laughs> you know, and it was my mom's car. It was a 320i, oh. the old box shape. Mm -hmm. And the radio in my little, I think I had a, um, I think I had a, uh, what they used to call the MMI, the little uh, um, Ford, fo uh, not Focus, uh, um, Ford. Escort, Cortina? No, no, nothing so, nothing so glorious um, uh, or historic. Yeah. It was a me Meteor. Me Meteor. The Meteor? I've got no idea. I've never heard the name. It was the same. It was the Ford Meteor. Oh, it's still these days. Yeah. Okay. And the radio was broken, and I was going to a party at a guy who actually builds hot rods now in Durbanville, Stephen McCarthy. 
And I was going to a party at Stephen's house. I asked my mom, could I borrow the car? And I totaled it on um, oh, no. Tiger Big Hill. Very big accident, you know. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I kind of blamed the car. <laughs> of course. A little bit. A little bit. I'm it on my had nothing guys. to do with the alcohol I consumed at the party. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing that was at all. After, yeah. But so. on that topic also, what, what was your first car? What was your... Um, entrance into I, yeah, I, cars. I didn't actually have a first car. I kind of just started the second. I inherited. <laughs> I inherited my sister's car. Okay. okay. So my sister went to live overseas. So um, what happened was uh, when she turned eighteen, she got a car. You know, and I went to university. Um, amazingly, I got into university. Not a good student, <laughs> and um, a bit disruptive in mm, the class, mm. and. Um, <laughs> So I would hike to Varsity. You know, this is the difference in my family between mm. myself and my sister. And my sister's a school teacher and I'm a butcher. And um, anyway, so she went to live overseas and I inherited the Toyota Corolla 1.6 GL. Mm. Now, I want to tell, tell you something. I want to tell you something. That I knew nothing about cars in those days. Less than nothing. But as a a young guy who, I don't criticize young people for the way they drive, because the way that I drove that car, <laughs> when I think about it today, I have no right to criticize anybody, because I used to put it in neutral, rev it up to 6,000 and pop it into drive. <laughs> You know, and do things like that. That's and I used to ramp good, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I used to ramp it Some in, in Fresno in Seapoint. I used to ramp it off hills uh, where there was a stop street like maybe 100 meters. I used to do, it was a mate of mine. We, I used to drive it on the, I used to drive it on the promenade in Seapoint mm. along the promenade. Wow. When okay. people were walking there just to, be no, just sharing some food here, guys. Just to be, <laughs> just to be a, a bit of a hellraiser. Yeah, just and to. We, um, we to uh, that was that car. Yeah. You know, and you know what? It never broke. But I mean, that car isn't a slouch either. I mean, for what it is, it's proper for. But that was that boxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then uh, my that was so that was my first car. Mm. Uh, I looked for it. It's had I name all the cars by the way. So now my daughter helps me, and we name the cars. Mm -hmm. That was Just Roscoe, in the family. Roscoe. Named after uh, Sheriff Roscoe from um, Dukes of Hazard. Because I had very a nice, very, very similar fitting. attitude to driving <laughs> in those days. To, uh, there was yeah. a movie called um, It Was Dukes of Hazard. And there was a movie called, uh, with Burt Reynolds, um, The Bandits, uh, what was it called? The Black Trans Am. Oh, um, oh Smokey and the Bandits. Smokey and the Bandits. And that, that driving style was to me as a young guy. If you think of Blues Brothers as well. And that, yeah. and that, that appealed to me in those mm -hmm. days. And then um, basically when I, um, when I first started working, uh, I was working in the food industry in Johannesburg. There's a mate of mine from the army phoned me the day I finished the army and he said, we're starting a band up in Johannesburg and we need a guitar player. So... I said, okay, I'll be there on Tuesday, you know, because that's as much plans as I mm. had in my life at that stage. Yeah. So I went up to Joburg and I um, got a job with Metro Cash and Carry. And then I got a Nissan Sentra 1.3 with air conditioning to travel in the Transvaal in those days. Mm. 
which you know <laughs> overtaking <laughs> was risky you know? <laughs> I mean, it, it's was, like it was risky and then 50 50 chance of, of yeah, actually passing uh, <laughs> and i got retrenched from that job within six months yeah. the company was doing very badly and i was mm. last in first out and so that went with the retrenchment and then i i went to work for another company a tiger brands company as a traveling salesman mm. and i would travel all over south africa um in my there I got a Toyota Corolla 1.6 again. Mm -hmm. no, no cell phones, phones in those days, guys. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. Um, get in the car, nine hours driving in a day. Um, had some amazing experiences mm. on the road. Um, never broke down except for once. In Natal, in Empangeni, the alternator went on my trusty Toyota Corolla. And I'm not lying to you, two kilometers from the national Bosch agent for the alternator. Yo, I mean, you are the luckiest. I mean, you really are the luckiest. <laughs> I, can, I don't want to use any swear words, but that was, you know, as they say, arse no class. But yes, exactly. that, was, that was so lucky. And yeah. I, was, I, I was literally back on the road within, the same like, a, within like a couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, because you know, it was amazing. a Tiger Brands company. They organize everything yeah. in Empangeni. That um, is just something but, else. Uh, yeah, I, I remember driving. I was running late one day. I was driving uh, near to Luitrichart in uh, the northern province, they call it now, Transvaal in those days. And I used to travel from Johannesburg. And I used to go um, to Petersburg. Um, uh, I used to go to Ellisrus, 180k mm. road, one road, one way, back. And I was visiting uh, bakeries, mm. uh, Sasko, Albany, Bacoma, all the big bakeries we used to supply. And, uh, you know, like when you went on that road, 180 k's this way, 180 k. then when you went to visit the guy as the rep, they, the Oaks appreciated you drove 360 k's out of your way to come yeah. say how's it. Yeah. You know? The and then I was going up uh, Petersburg and up to Louis Trichard, and there was no other cars on the road. And I was in this Corolla. And most of my best driving experiences have been in not really fancy cars. Yeah. And the sun was going down. It's a beautiful part of South Africa. And it was, I was the only car on the road for miles. And then two Air Force jets came over while I was driving. Wow. And started doing, Maneuvers I don't know how to describe it. But they, they, were, and, yeah. they, they were putting on a show for me. Yeah. Because I, I got wow. goosebumps now. Because I was the only car on the road on that for road, like and they forever. Saw you and, and they saw this one little car and they started doing this show. The sun was going yesy. down. It was that is yeah, just memorable, you know. So when, when you for, asked me that question, mm. um, you know, um, earlier, um, I thought, uh, you know, and then it came to me that actually I have had some... Insane some, experiences well, with... Well, I drove through, talk about insanity, went to the United States mm. and... Um, Talk about like it, okay, so I don't know if you guys are familiar, and I, I'll give you a little bit away from myself about myself when I was younger. But there was a certain book written by Hunter S. Thompson about a certain road trip from uh, mm. uh, Los Angeles to Las Vegas, the famous book. And this dude, there were a lot of drugs involved and things like <laughs> this, and he drove in this red convertible. So I had this thing. Then I wanted to go and hire a red convertible in the States when I went there. Yeah. And not a Mustang. 
Do you know how I got to the States, actually? Because mm -hmm. I didn't have, like, bucks or anything for this. I had a massive accident in my Toyota Corolla. And I actually made a lot of money out of the insurance from this accident. <laughs> oh, wow. Because I refused. Mm. I refused to let them fix the... Um, I think I wrote them a letter to say that if they fix this car, if anything happens to me in this car, uh, I want to be paid in cash. Because if anything happens in this car, my estate's going to sue them. Mm. You know? And so they paid me out in cash, and I got the car fixed for much less. Yeah. And I had some money in my pocket, and it took me overseas for seven weeks. Wow. Um, and um, the, the story about how I had the accident is insane. It's a ridiculous story, but it had to do with, I used to start in the butchery very early in the morning, and I worked in Musenberg, mm. and I lived in Seapoint. So I'd start, like, just past 6 o'clock. Across the whole Cape. And, and I would drive there, and so, like, I never really had time for breakfast. So I'm, meanwhile, I'm telling you the story. So um, I digress. But no, no, it's all, it happened. That's fine. <laughs> so, all right, so I grab a packet of pretzels. Mm -hmm. And this is back in the day where your cell phone charger was like this flat thing that you put the battery on and plugged into oh, the, yes, yes. Into the, like the lighter. Battery you know? yeah, yeah. And so I said, you know what, stuff this. I mean, I deserve to eat breakfast, you know. Mm. I, uh, it's not normal. I never have breakfast because I'm up so early and I drive there and I get busy at work whenever. I'm going to have this packet of pretzels. <laughs> so I've eaten the pretzels by the time I got to Greenpoint mm. Circle. And so now I'm driving in the car and the packet falls over and all the salt and the chut goes all over my car. Oh, so I think, ach nee, you know, ah, bugger it, you know. <laughs> but like, I'd had a, I had a bit of a big night the yeah, night yeah, before. Yeah, I was, so I was doing, only in my really. 20s, you know, like, like you. <laughs> so I rolled down the window and had took the charge and I went like this and somehow I took the steering wheel oh, with it. Oh, no. And I ended up, I was on the Blue Route Highway in Takai and I was in those bushes mm. and I knew there was like a, a bridge coming. So I thought, yes, stuff this, I pulled out like this, lost it, rolled the car three times across the highway, ended up on top of the hill. What? On the yes, other like side of the highway. Jeepers. That is yeah, massive. I had a picture, I can't find the picture of that accident yeah. because... There was a dude on his way to Simonstown mm -hmm. in the Navy. Because there weren't a lot of cars in the road. It was just me and him. He was like about three or four k's back up at the top of the hill. Mm. He came, he said, and I, I'm not going to do it as excited as he was. <laughs> he said, I can't believe you're alive. I saw the whole thing. I can't believe you're alive. <laughs> so, like that. You know, yeah, I, did, yeah. I said, can you give me a lift to work, please? I wasn't <laughs> fine for work. That's what? tells me something about a person. Oh, my word. I had word. a few pieces of glass in my head. Um, which I, you know, and then I walked into work and, and, and just cut it out. I'll never forget that the, the chef from the Duval Hotel in Woodstock mm. phoned and to place his order, um, write us rain, take his order, took it out. I never put that order in. It was like <laughs> wow. completely probably in yeah, shock. Yeah, you probably had and like a concussion. the worst thing that or... happened with that accident was um, the guy whose house was opposite the highway, mm. because in those days, uh, was, I laugh about it, I had a briefcase, a tire, jacket, oh, a sports man. jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young guy. <laughs> the image was important. Yeah, you know? no, definitely. You found the briefcase in the car, lost a beautiful pair of Ray-Bans in that, I think the tow truck guy stole them, mm. which my cousin uh, bought me in America. Um, and he found my diary, and in my diary was my next of kin, and he phoned my, my parents, and he said, uh, listen, um, this guy's been in a very big accident. So my parents, like, freaked out, started yeah, phoning uh, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, everywhere, yeah, 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 and then eventually they decide they better phone work to say I won't be in. 
And they phoned and my you... boss answered the phone and they said, oh, yeah, Richard, you want to speak to him? He's right here. <laughs> and they, were, they were not happy. Yeah, no, I can yeah, only imagine. Yeah. They were but not the, the happiest, of, happiest of parents in that situation. As you might have gathered, I was a naughty Okinawa. <laughs> so, um, Fighter jets getting, and car getting, crashes. Yeah, and... Getting back to, um, um, I was thinking about the American trip. Yes. The, so, the, the red obviously, unbeknownst to me, um, they don't hire out red convertibles at even at higher places in the states. Yeah. So you might get a Mustang, but yeah. you're not going to get a convertible. So I settled for a Mercury Mystique. Mercury Mystique, which Mystique. I know will not be familiar to no. South African people because Mercury is it's it's like a Ford. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I need to see how this and looks. it's like this entry level, but it had everything. Mm. And that trip took me. Um, so I decided uh, on that trip, I went from San Francisco down Pacific Highway number one to drive oh. to Los Angeles. And then on the way to Los Angeles, there were rock falls at a place called Big Sur. Mm-hmm. Um, S-U-R, not S-I-R. And um, so I had to head inland Oopa. into Northern California mm-hmm. to get to Los Angeles. Now, Northern California is a hectically big place and yeah. I ended up in this forest oh no and I was running out of fuel and I, I, I had bought myself a map and I was very confident because I used to travel all around South Africa mm. so I was quite confident to be in a car no you know South phone. Africa states I mean, same be, same I mean, you told me in those days you can have a phone like this I would have said no but that's like James Bond come yeah. on you know <laughs> and I'm in this forest I'm running out of fuel and this forest is enormous mm. and I just have no idea how much further this forest is going to go on for so I start like basically, you know, getting a little bit tense about this. Like, and I'm not lying to you. Air Force jets came flying over the forest. Oh, yes, no, I'm telling you. And it just like, it just took me back to that to other, that day, and I just completely calmed down. And I saw there was a river. Okay, what? I'm like driving next to the river, and then I came to the exit. And the story gets better because then I drove to a place called King City uh, in California. And I went past another town called San Luis Obispo, which I thought, well, what a nice place, you know. Meanwhile, it only exists because there's an enormous maximum security (laughs) prison there. But one cool thing in that town was uh, I went to a proper um, surplus, U.S. Army surplus store and got like genuine Vietnam caps Mm, and mm. very cool stuff back then. And, okay, so I drove to uh, Los Angeles and then um, found a relative to stay with and then drove to Las Vegas and did the drive through the desert to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Then drove from Las Vegas back to San Francisco via the High Sierras and decided I really don't know why. I don't know where it came from. I still Maybe I just can't remember Mm. that I must drive through Death Valley. Yeah, of course. Why not? I mean, uh, yeah, of course. Exactly. Do you, do you know where Death Valley is? And Near Las Vegas, isn't it? No, it's, well, obviously it's not far, but it, it's in the desert. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the lowest point. If you, if you Google it, you will see it's yeah, one of the hottest places on earth. But God, they actually went there with the Chiron, okay. just by the way. And I actually didn't, well, it's got enough radiators. But, um, <laughs> but actually they have like radiator water points. Like every 10 Ks. Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm in this Mercury Mystique, which had got me like all the way down the coast or whatever. I didn't really know this car. 
and I'm in Death Valley, and I'm just watching this gauge. And then every time you see people parked at the side of the road with smoke, steam coming out of their radiators. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hectic. And I bet you really are in the middle of, yeah, yeah, of, of absolutely a desert, nothing. You know? And I'm saying to myself, like, actually I was hearing my mother's voice, you know, in my head saying like, <laughs> As like, you do. I, like, yeah, yeah. like, are you mad? You're like, oh, what the hell are you doing? Why are you doing this? Driving on your own in the middle of the desert. It's the like radio. The, the, thing is, the you dumbest know, thing that you can possibly. I, I still have no idea why I decided mm. to drive through. Well, there. you did it. I th- yeah, I know. I thought I was going to see something spectacular. Mm. And really, <laughs> you, there was nothing. You saw spectacular cars there with was, steam coming yeah, out. There was nothing the spectacular to do. But I mean, like basically driving around uh, the United States, um, the Sierras is amazing. You, you would have this no, no, thing I where you imagine. come out of. You, you know, you come out of like um, warm climates and there's glaciers and like salt pans and Everything is just, just an amazing, amazing scenery. Mm. So that was quite an epic drive, you know, because now I don't venture very far. Like I'll go with the guys if they do a drive to Franschhoek Pass. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll and then do I do my one annual drive. But yeah. I don't, you know, mostly it's just, you know, nothing, you know, that epic or, or major yeah. in, term, in terms of driving. You yeah. Know? Yeah, well, that, I mean, just the, the 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 jets. I mean, in both situations, that's absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's it sticks, never, it sticks in my memory. Because, yeah, of course. I and mean, I took pictures of the jets from the car. Wow, as you do. Yeah, yeah well, of I course. Had, you uh, have to. I had bought in New York a very nice camera, mm. and um, it's funny because um, the guy was in the store in New York, and I was convinced this oaks like a shark, and this thing's not even going to work. Mm. A Yashika was called. Yashika. Took brilliant pictures on my trip. Wow. And I was, this guy was like, he looked like, I mean, he looked like, um, you know, he looked like he was from The Sopranos, I've got to be honest, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I thought, there's just, he was suited, like in the yeah. shop, sending cameras. There's, there's just no way this thing's going to work. This guy is such a smooth talker. Yeah, I was camera, about to say. You'll... This camera's never going to work, you know? Yeah. And I took pictures of those jets. I've still got the pictures. Mm. Um, when I was driving through the Los Padres forest, you know, you don't mm. forget this. And then later you go and look on a map like, how big is this forest? Yeah. You know, because it seemed like, probably because I was running out of fuel that I was driving through this forest for Ever a hell of a long yeah. time. Because if the highway wasn't closed, then you just go all the way down the Pacific Highway yeah, number yeah, one yeah. To, to San Francisco, you know. And I went through Carmel where Clint Eastwood was still the mayor when I was there. And now it's like one of my ambitions is to go back there back because there that's where Pebble Beach is. Yeah. Where yeah. they have their uh, oh, concourse elegance. Yeah. yeah. So I was there and I knew about the golf course in those days. I didn't know about the concourse in those days, mm. Pebble Beach, because it was actually before I'd really um, got into classic cars. Yeah, yeah. It was before the whole thing. It was just that experience. So all. something um, that will also be quite attractive to you is something like Goodwood um, yeah, Festival of speed or Goodwood Revival, especially the classic cards. I don't know. That's probably something aspirational for you thinking, also. I wanted to mention that as well. Cause, uh, uh, I mean, I don't think I'd go dressing up in World War II God. But, well, uh, yeah, yeah. No, obviously. I but go, and I know guys who go every year and they're like, well, I mean, they got cars over yeah. there. Mm. I mean, wealthy guys who've got cars over there and they go every year to Goodwood. And uh, yeah, no, um, uh, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not really... I enjoy motorsports. Mm. Uh, I recently got back into Formula One. Um, I had when everyone left, I had you came ventured back in. <laughs> over to no, this is too boring. Um, over to that camp, and then I—I'll be honest with you. I watched the the, the Netflix show. Um, oh, Drive to Survive. 
brilliant show. That was brilliant. Kind of got me back into interested yeah. in it again. Um, big Brad Binder fan. Have uh, always watched Motor oh, GP. Oh, yeah, Motor GP, yeah. Um, and I was actually at the last South African Grand Prix that we had when Mansell won uh, sure. by Alami. Yeah. And that was uh, very... I mean, I'd never been to a Grand Prix before. And that was... Uh, I'll just <laughs> tell you just about imagine. my experience at the start of the Grand Prix. And, you know, I always liked cars. Yeah. Uh, it came from, like, matchbox cars yeah, to yeah. top trumps to building models to always liking cars. But... Um, and, you know, probably you could never do it today, but at the starting grid of that Grand Prix, I sat on the main grandstand with my legs dangling over the grid, and the cops were giving us bullets to, to, to put, put in, in your ears. ears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like the same when you go it hunting was, uh, these days. It was SAP put... with the flipping, yeah. uh, you know, O-Stale. And when the, at the start, when the cars were revving their engines for the start, the smell and the power and the feeling. Yo. It, it, I mean, I was literally. I'm getting I mean, goosebumps. I was, I was literally like, okay. Um, I was like five meters away from it. Yeah, if you jumped, and, you would have landed and, and on a car, I, basically. I've never experienced anything like that today. Maybe that's what did it. I mm. don't know. You know, maybe yeah. that was. Maybe that was a trigger. That was yeah, the Your, final. Like, like that. The, vib it gripped the, you. the vibration in yeah. the air. Like, no, you probably have to sit like flipping. 50 meters away up in a stand or whatever you're not it makes me okay, think it's not Kalani yeah, you know like Kalani yeah, but, you can uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can, but like um, you know. it's, it makes me think of the um, uh, um, father and daughter that we did a, a while back as well on the podcast um, she talked about the, the Samola hill climb and yeah. having that experience of sitting in the VIP Player. sorry yeah. so yeah. interesting enough I saw a Jaguar I-Base today you did I didn't horrible. know people buy electric cars in South Africa. We don't have the infrastructure. I, I, but, but I mean, when the I8 and the I3 were very popular, I3 second and values down there mm. as well. So, yeah. I Would mean, you buy electric car no. within the next 10 years? No. Even? I'll never buy one. Never. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, Guys, the same as, I'm the same as Richard. I like okay. this kind of stuff. Yeah. Electric can stay away. Thank you. Anyway. I'm very much keen for electric as daily driver, but mm. not. Not now, where I can't even charge my car no. anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you reverted to electric cars while you were <laughs> But uh, yeah. I've got some Tesla shares. Oh, that's building. It's growing. I don't know if you know... It's more like gambling than, than got anything to do with cars. <laughs> I don't know if you know... Um, What's the guy's name? Rich Rebuild. Um, the guy that took his whole Tesla apart and rebuilt it and then showed Tesla the floors and then they blacklisted him from that and just took him out of it basically and now he can't ever buy a Tesla again because he operated on his own car it's like the same with the situation sorry I'm, I'm going way on in some other stuff now but with John Deere in the, in the States as well the tractors because they had to take the tractors to the service centers and um, John Deere said basically if they do it themselves they remove the warranty of the tractors and the farmers just decided to screw that and they started hacking so they taught themselves how to code and stuff because they just didn't work alongside with the farmers and what no, they wanted. Sounds, so. that's, yeah, that sounds like familiar par for the course with yeah. certain things. Now, obviously, I'm not... I, I, the electric cars, to me, um, <coughs> they sound like a dentist drill. Exactly. Um, <laughs> they if sound even. like a dentist drill. I don't... I wouldn't mind a hybrid. Mm. I, I could do a hybrid. Mm. Mm. Not a Prius. Yeah, not a Prius hybrid, but... <laughs> no, I could do... I could do uh, 
Okay, it wouldn't be the BMW, but uh, I could do a hybrid. Uh, I'm being Martin battered or, here. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Non eleven hybrid when it comes. The, the Taken? No. No, well, not, not a Taken. Not a, I'm talking about when Porsche actually <laughs> electrifies the 911. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, so I know where we're my going. Blood is, we're, my we're, blood is green. You know, yeah. like the Martin, petrol, we're both you know. stuck now because the BMWs are done and now the Porsches are done as well. So, but I, I know where <laughs> we're going from here. So this is the you perfect. You know, there is one BMW I like. I like a 2002. It, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Also, I mean, I mean uh, who doesn't like that? Yeah, if, if you don't like yeah. that car, there's something wrong with you, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. No, we I, mean, also I wouldn't fall. mind and having one of those in my garage. Uh, but it, it, again, like certain cars that are... I have fear of certain cars. Mm. Uh, like, what's been done to this car? How original is it? I have that fear with an E-Type Jaguar. Mm -hmm. I have that fear with a, one of my... A car that I was crazy about as a youngster. Uh, Delta Integrale. Yes. Um, I, for me, rally drivers, mm. you know, all hail. I mean, those yeah, are yeah. Group no, it's B. unbelievable. I'll sit and watch Group B videos over and over. Those are the top drivers. I yeah. don't care what anyone says about Formula One. Yeah, those kind of skill and like determination and largeness of your testicles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, I mean, uh, it's, yeah. it's like I can watch that kind of driving. I remember that. And, and it, like, um, <laughs> if, if I had like ambition, like the way that I like to, <laughs> I used to drive the Toyota Corolla, like no. I, I promise you. <laughs> and you won't believe me, I used to pull the hammer up and chuck the whole back out and put, drop the thing into first and put my foot flat and you, you, yeah, yeah. you can't believe, I mean, in this, Poor 1.6 GL. You battered it what properly. What a car it was. Yeah, what a no, car I, it was. I remember it the. It was like, they call it a, a, it's like a Wednesday car. Oh, you know yeah. what a Wednesday yeah. car is, you know? It's like you can't break it. Mm. It's like, you know, on a Monday, the cars are, you know, Tuesday. Oh, by Wednesday, the guys <laughs> are into the week. Friday, they're thinking about going home and yeah. getting the paycheck. So, you exactly. know, Wednesday cars. It was is a Wednesday the, is car. The I really did look for that car. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's I can. Uh, CA three double eight three zero six. Still remember the registration. Sure. Well done. Very specific. Hey? That's very specific. Well done. Um, but about, you won't forget that. Forget. Yeah, I was about to say you won't forget that. You don't forget that. like your defense force number. It's like your ID number, man. I mean, yeah. most people know the ID number. Martin, defense do you know force. your ID number? I know the defense force number. <laughs> I know. I'm joking. I wasn't in defense force. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, I know, especially. You, you ask any Oak who was in the old uh, defense force, I bet you they know their, their numbers. Yeah. Even if they're like my old, my, my yeah, age I'll or older. my dad as well. Yeah, I'm pr you'll pretty know. sure. You'll know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you'll know. So it. I want to... He forgets my name, but I'm sure he'll remember that <laughs> that number. <laughs> so, yeah, but look, you were adopted as we... Yeah, as we figured out in the previous podcast, I was adopted and my yeah. dad realized that there's no other way for me and to survive. And you couldn't fit yeah. in anywhere else. He so had to keep you me. fit in here. So. But don't worry. I'll tell you what, I'm so not adopted because <laughs> you, just have, you, just have to watch, you just have to watch how myself and my dad walk. It's yeah. like... In the, even when I so it's not adopted. This, it's, it's one it's one walk <laughs> he's like you, you there's no way you can convince you can't you. learn that yeah you know. so, so yeah um, uh, if you are still watching or listening <laughs> well done yeah like I, I applaud you for that because uh, we are um an hour and 45 minutes in and uh, oh, yeah. wow and I, and I said I don't think I can talk for that long yeah no are we an hour and 45 I, I don't think I've spoken more than a minute in this podcast no, but that's, that's great that's how I mean, it should be that's Jeepers. how it should be so wow. 
I want to I want to move us into our PD Cruiser segment. Oh well, I want that's you fine. to, sir. Um, <laughs> we're going into our PD Cruiser segment. So our PD Cruiser segment. I don't know if you are familiar with what I you know do. what a PD Cruiser yeah. is, but I don't know why do you have one every week. No, so PD Cruiser segment. We love PD Cruisers. Yeah, we actually <laughs> love the hate we have for PD. Yeah, for we love PT the cruisers. hate that we have for the PD Cruiser. No, of course we can call it something else, but we're not going to. Uh, yeah, we it started. Was, we, it may or may not have been I've got adapted a from. You, I mean, like obviously you can just edit me out and just just. <laughs> just put, overlay put, the next <laughs> okay go for it go i for feel it. bad now no 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 i'm not saying another word no please no, go man. ahead what? this no, is no, the whole no. point because we no, came to interview you I'm, yeah i know but i mean sherbet <laughs> no 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 <laughs> you're more than I allowed i can't believe it's an hour and 45 no. minutes no we are Excuse fine with that blow yeah. me away no oh. no okay no, what's proper what do you no no i'm gonna eat nuts and, and have a drink now I'm not okay, starting wait. again. Well, he eats his nuts. We'll, we'll describe about. the Peter Cruiser segment. So this, this is a, a rating segment that we have that may or may not have been taken from a British car show yeah. for rating cars. So yeah. oh, like it's, cool and uncool. It's, yes, yes, yes. Basically, yeah, basically. that's so so what we've got. Peter cool, Cruises. and then we've got dead average, and then we've got Peter Cruiser, which, which is, is super like the bottom of the barrel. Like you don't. Like just yeah, stay don't away. go there. So Luke and I, Luke and I have our own cars, and yeah. I, I had a car in mind, but then you said something, and I, it was like, okay, this is going mm. to be my car. So my PT Cruiser car is the Porsche Taycan, <laughs> as we spoke about now. Now it's ugly too. Yeah. <laughs> No, any no, four-door Porsche is ugly. I'm sorry. Yeah, I but seriously, I uh, just want to mention to you um, briefly that the whole modern design thing for me, um, I have, there is not one single modern car out at the moment that I have a desire to have. Sure. Because wow. I, can't okay. think, I can't think of any. Uh, you, you know, the... Okay, the, the Aston Martin... Um, Vantage? The new one, it, it's that enormous grill. Vantage, um, yeah. But when DBS I saw pictures also. of it, I didn't like it, but then when I saw it like on video, then I, I actually started to think, oh, actually, you mm. know. But generally speaking, the modern styling, yeah. not to mention um, like the this, what you get in a lot of the SUVs and this angular sharp enormous mm, uh, like a civic lamborghini urus just yeah lamborghini urus we describe that as a um tell a child a, to my next door neighbor at work owns one yeah the oh, only really? one i've ever seen oh. You know, oh, it's wow. like saying to a child, build a Lego car, and this is what you get. It's the design of the Lamborghini Urus. It's I, I suppose that thing has got its um, saving graces besides the hideosity of it, you know. <laughs> but I mean, like just generally speaking, um, like the Oaks were going nuts about the, the, the launch of this uh, Ferrari Roma. Oh, and yeah. I said they could have done better because mm. there was a lot of things on there which I thought... Um, the back. I don't know if you. I think it's hideous. Yeah. I mean, if you've seen the new uh, Dito Maso. If it doesn't have. If, 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 listen, mm. you know, I come from the, the cars that I like. It's lines and curves. Mm. I mean, jagged edges. Mm. A vented door. It, sorry. <laughs> just, no, it's fine. I, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I'm saying I'm an absolute BMW fanboy and he freaks about Porsches. So that's the whole point of what we're doing here is because we all so love cars anti BMW and Martin's anti Porsche no 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 I'm, no, I'm pro Porsche he's I'm, pro BMW I'm pro BMW and he's oh, pro Porsche was, no, 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 no 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 no
I do agree with you in, in some way also. I think jagged lines, like very extravagant design, often manufacturers try too hard and then in a few years it becomes irrelevant. Like the design isn't, um, you know, worthy anymore. And I feel brands like Volkswagen, I feel brands like Porsche, I feel brands like Jag, Audi. brands like Aston, uh, Audi maybe, but they still mm. do it well. They mm. still do it very simplistically. Like if you look at the 997, okay, from the back it might show its age, but from the front it doesn't look like a, you know, very old What I liked about it, Martin, is that I thought that the 997, and we won't talk about the 996s, no, that's, <laughs> front uh, end because I, I know someone who's very protective of it, 996, <laughs> but, but I thought it bridges the gap between the old and the new very well. And that's what I liked about the 997. Yeah. Is that it's got the elements of the old and yeah. the elements of, of the new. Yeah, definitely. I'm just saying like, um, as just watching media and whatever, I, I don't see a single car that anyone has brought out of late that I say, like, uh, with the exception of Gordon Murray, yeah. which is yeah, of course. not going to happen. Because of the lines of the car, the fan or no fan, you know, like you're going driving or you don't see that fan. But um, the lines on the car are old school. Yeah. Never mind. That's Never mind the ridiculous yeah. performance stats. And what was the, the new... Which um, I don't need because mm. in, in all honesty, like one of the things that, you know, often comes up in discussion is like if you've got a, a, a real high-performance car, I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a, um, a, a competition. Bayron <laughs> or a Chiron, you know, mm. where? Yeah. Please tell me. Especially Unless you're driving car. 200 k's out of your way. Yeah. Where? Yeah, Around no, definitely here. I agree. The, the car that's springing to mind now is the launch of the new Dito Maso. Was it the, I think it was a Pantero. With no, no, the uh, Pantero is very old car. They no, but they, they the, did Dito Maso is... I, I, I think they call it the B70 or something. Um, not but, sure. Yeah, but but very similar look to the Gordon Murray D50 mm-hmm. also. Very but that good was lines. the thing because this car, they stuck to their roots of what they had and they're all designed with long sloping lines and oh, actually, these bubbly wheel arches and stuff. But it's the same thing. The interior is like, if I'm not mistaken, is an American engine in... Uh, yeah, in it is Italian. a V8 car. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but just having Looks that, like a it's Kuntosh. the same thing because that is a new car that's re- a launched it's new um, and it looks good because of its old styling and that classic styling but it's the same thing of where what do you do with it well let me let me put it to you like this because um, my logic I think makes perfectly good sense mm-hmm. as logic should is if you'd you like to see the car oh this is the P72 mm. almost close enough very curvy yeah I mean Looks awesome, uh, in yeah, my I opinion. Mean, curvy, jaggy, I mean, that's something I like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but these cars, if, if I talk about um, sports cars from 1975, mm-hmm. sports car, my Spyder 1983 sports car, you can still drive these cars and be just around within a, a, on a highway somewhere and still enjoy it. Yeah. You can take this thing up to 130 k's, let's say, on the N1. Yes, I know it's a little bit over the speed limit, but you still feel like you're driving because it feels a lot faster in this car yeah, than it would in my F-Type or in a, even in the 911. You yeah, know? I mean, definitely. That, this is why I prefer uh, that type of experience. Yeah. 
And mm. I'm just saying, like, from a d design point of view, uh, I don't really give, um, I don't care, I don't really worry how big my screen is. I, so, like, when, when they're doing, like, reviews on cars and they, yeah, it's, like, totally lost. Like, I don't, who cares? No. Yeah. Who cares how big the screen is? And who, yeah. I mean, what are you in the car to do? This yeah. is very relevant to what Luke and I chatted about on the way here, actually. Um, so Top Gear, in their news episode, that well, they posted a two-minute video on the SF90 Stradale, the Ferrari. And, of course, this is a 1,000-horsepower hypercar. That was salmon and avo on a salty crack. It's not anymore. Um, <laughs> but it's like a 1,000 horsepower. The floor horse of my garage is so clean, you can eat them. <laughs> yeah. It's about a 1,000 horsepower hypercar um, hybridized. So stole the V8 from the you know, pista or whatever, and then hybridized. Insane performance. Unbelievable. And I saw the video, and basically, if you had to summarize it in two sentences, it would be that you are in awe of its capabilities and technological advancement and speed. Mm -hmm. But when push comes to shove and you, and you have to, you know, look back in retrospect and ask yourself, did you enjoy it? Then it's probably a no. Because... You know, with traction control on, all the ESC uh, on every electronic system helping you, it's fine. You look like a god of driving, mm. to be honest. It holds a drift for you in perfect, you know, you, us can, we can drive it. And we are even, yeah, so we didn't, I haven't drove these kind of cars, but then we take the traction control off. It's not about enjoyment, but more about, oh, flip, I have to focus on keeping this car on the road, otherwise I might die. That's what I, uh, it's too yeah. fast to but, enjoy. But I think, really, cars like that, um, once you've bought your airfield, once you bought your island, you can just exactly. de-restrict the roads. That's, and that's the thing when the the Gordon Murray the the T fifty was I released. I bought the Isle of Man yesterday, and, oh, and now amazing. I'm ready to go and buy exactly. a modern yeah. sports car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when the T fifty was released, I said it's it, it's I feel like it was what Lotus was doing for a while because Lotus had manual, fast, lightweight machines. Like oh, I said, now with, with with what it, I, I feel like um, Lotus is that kind of same thing because it was it was a lightweight sports car. You don't have aircon. You can spec it in aircon and get it ready if you want to, but they can strip everything out of the car. And you sat with a sort of V6 manual um, in a lightweight thing, and it's just there to drive it. And having to be honest, it appeals to me. My my cousin, who's a, also a petrol head, he's got a very different collection, but a very nice collection. He's got a Stradale, mm. and he's got a McLaren, and he's owned Ferraris for a long time, and he bought an Exige. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah, not easy to get in and out of. Yeah, no, very no. small. Yeah, very yeah. Small. I mean, like <laughs> sunken bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind it's of like thing. I mean, you fall like, back onto the floor basically. I, really, I mean, you need to be a jockey. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so. Brilliant track car and all the rest of it, mm. but yeah, like Lotus is. I've got to be honest, that there are a few of them that that, that really to me. Yeah, do the, yeah. you know they um, push the correct buttons, unlike F type. No, sport. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what I would be thinking, like where <laughs> I'm going to drive it. Yeah, I mean, because you say, you know, yeah. and then like when I see people like driving around in a in, in that kind of car, like mm. then I think, where are you going to? <laughs> like, Hello? What's, what's the hi? How's it? <laughs> what's going on here? What what's that all about? Yeah. You know, it's you missed the point of the car. Yeah, you know, it's, anyway. not, it's not to go to Canal Walking. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. you uh, you've got zero boot space. Okay, there. so yeah. but we are. we aren't going to chat a lot about the Taycan. It, mm. it just seems that way, but 
very quick, very capable, very new, interesting design. Of course, it's not really to your taste. It's more towards my taste. It's, got, it's only, there's only, you see, if a car's only got one thing going for it, which is that it's fast, that's not enough for me. Well, then because there's so many cars that are fast, mm. then that, that's not enough for me. Mm. That, okay, it says very fast. Okay, great. I'd argue that it's not just that also because for Porsche it was like okay yes it can go unbelievably fast and you know Tesla Model S's are known for also being unbelievably fast unbelievably fast but one thing that the Porsche Taycan has or a few things that it has that the Tesla Model S doesn't have is just a new level of you know construction in terms of the interior quality and the build quality <laughs> and the comfort they, I, I, like I, I, sorry i know it's not they, going to be this and it's look, not meant to be this look this you know, uh, yeah. everything these days looks so nothing no, similar. Similar. Very similar. similar i agree okay so like audi's got you know a, a very stern. nice build quality in the cabin or, or whatever now what i'm actually getting at is all right so the question, I have a question, which I'll put to, to you. Um, it's like, would you rather do, for example, uh, I'll just use some numbers here. Would you rather do 180 k's an hour in a, let's say, a more my kind of car? Mm -hmm. Or would you rather be in your taken doing 280? Because surely the... The physical experience and the sensory experience, you know, once Trumps you reach the, a certain speed, yeah. Yeah, then you've reached, you're at speed. Mm. So, like, how much difference is it between 200 k's an hour and 240 k's an hour, or 220 k's an hour, or, or even like 300 k's an hour? It, this is my, my argument about yeah. that is that it's not, it's about how you get there. Not only about how fast you you, no, that you is get true. there, yeah. and, and that's, that's a good point to this, this is really my attitude to to modern cars, and maybe why I have like so little interest in them at the moment, is that um, the other thing about them, which you know, is <laughs> the, the great thing about classic cars, is that they're so fixable. Yeah, and uh, it's like my mom's got a Honda Jazz, and she was involved in an accident. And I, I'm just telling the truth. I'm not trying to run anyone down. But mm. Honda could not fix her car because her ECU, they, they couldn't fix it. Mm. Uh, you know, they don't You're have not to have that kind of car. Yeah. And once that thing is gone, that's the car. And this is, this is really what I love about old cars mm. and classic cars is everything's fixable. The, <laughs> the less electronic stuff in it, the, you know, it's like I won't. I don't even put a radio. I haven't even put radios. There's no radio in my Spider. No radio in my Mini. It, just because I, I don't love driving want, a car. Yeah. No. Yeah. It just interferes with what I enjoy about the mm. car. Yeah. And I, I'm just saying that they're so fixable on modern cars. And even if you go back to BMW, sorry, mm. like um, the damage to my mom's 320i. Which was in 19, probably 1990 that I had that accident, was over 20 grand. Sure. And an accident of over 20 grand that in is, 1990 yeah. was a proper shunt. But even in those days, when they had just started bringing out um, certain components, mm. if something broke, 
nobody knew how to fix them. Yeah, yeah, it was. Just... And and I I feel that um, I've got a, a friend of mine who's a very very um, a scholarly person and a very highly qualified. I think he's got five degrees, and a oh, wow. avid reader, and he's a massive believer in Tesla as a company. Mm. And um, so I often have that dice yeah. between, you know, this is the way of the future. This is where things are going. And I, I just say, um, you know, until somebody discovers something that we don't know about batteries right now, or until other components in the car start failing and start costing more to fix than the car themselves. And I mean, I'm not talking from a, a technical knowledge point of view, but Many times with modern, doesn't even have to be cars. Um, it's like even uh, butchery equipment. The more modern it is, and the more software there is on it, when something goes, when something yeah, breaks, the more of a problem it is. And mm. that's how I see electric cars. Yeah, no, I, I do see agree. it in the same light. I do agree. If it's out of a warranty, then you can forget so about you, it. So you, you would buy the first series of this butchery machine, and there's five more after it, but the first series. Something breaks, they know how to fix it. It's, you know, it's one little circuit board. It's simple, it's, not, it's mechanical. Yeah, it's like uh, I, I was watching a, a, a YouTube uh, clip about a guy who bought on an online auction, he bought a Bentley. Oh, Uvi's Garage. Is that... Yeah, yeah. Is, is he, the dude's like a proper yeah. redneck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he fixed it, and they put sugar in the petrol tank. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that one? I saw. Okay, but did you see... That it had two batteries, one battery for the car and another battery for all the components. Yeah. And then he ended up getting components from uh, Volkswagen. Uh, what's that, that Volkswagen sedan that was like... The Passat. Phaeton or Jetta. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It was well, uh, yeah. really not a big hit. Yeah. And he could use the it's same components the from that in the Bentley <laughs> at, at half the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Instead of Bentley uh, parts, yeah. but... But what okay. I'm saying is like... Jeepers. You know... Yeah. That's once it gets to that point, um, you know. So I can assume from from all this now for the for the um, token, where you're gonna rate it. Let's rate it now because my computer is going to die. Okay, so we're gonna rate. So for me, it's for, definitely for cool in terms of uh, engineering feat. I'm hovering. And what it is possible. Hovering between dead average and cool, just because I'm not a big fan of Porsches. Just and know that I'm not going to buy it to give me the experience that these cars are going to. It's probably going to be something that. You know, more like a daily driver. Uh, uh, there's only one answer. If I had enough money to buy ten, I wouldn't buy one. So that's Peter hey, so Cruiser. Peter Cruiser. Okay, that's what's your fine. car? Yeah. Quickly. I forgot my car because I had it and I can't remember what it is. So okay, I'm sorry. We that's fine. Run on the token and. But uh, before my computer is going to die. <laughs> so if you don't, if you're not, I'm just saying <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, but yeah, if no, you if you've actually got the money to buy the thing, which I don't. But if you had the money to buy the thing and you and you won't, yeah. that you can't make a bigger statement than that. Yeah, yeah. true. All right. So that concludes our eleventh episode. This has been our longest episode, but I really don't care. Yeah, I know. I the, mean, podca- this is amazing. the podcast is very thanks to technology yes. and phones. It's easy to stop it, pause, listen to another time. You know, you can just split yeah, it. Forty-five minutes. <laughs> yes, which will probably happen in this case. We'll see what happens. Joking. But yeah. But I want to thank you for listening, for watching. Yes, Your continued you support is the reason why we do it. I want to thank you, the podcast yeah. butcher, um, for so sharing your knowledge. For giving us the time. To and your experience. Sorry, I didn't have both on for you guys. <laughs> no, uh, bad. that's fine. Um, so it's, but like, you know, it's like the, the, the tailor's son never has clothes. And <laughs> yeah. 
no, but no, it, don't it's, worry about it's it. been it's awesome all... listening to your yeah. stories and really just gaining insight gaining knowledge um it's not necessarily well I, of course i've learned things about uh cars and about um journeys of classic cars also mm. but this was more about hearing about experiences yeah, and getting exactly. excited about similar experiences we might be experiencing yeah, also. Exactly, yeah. So thank you awesome for enlightening episode. us. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us. Luke, thank you for being here as always. Um, right, and Captain. yeah, just remember to love cars because... It's cheaper than drugs. It's cheaper than drugs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Check cheers, you. guys. Cheers, cheers. Yeah.